It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Well, play after the third day, tantalisingly poised with Australia 34 in front, with three wickets down, seven wickets in hand. Smith verging on his second 50 of the match to go with his 100 in the first innings. I'm joined uh, very happily by Mark Taylor today, uh, the former Australian captain, now working for Channel 9, of course, over here, uh, the Australian channel. Actually, uh, Tubby, do you mind, don't mind me calling no, you Tubby? No, not at all, not at all. Um, the, what made me think uh, about this, uh, the first day of this game, 122 for 8, when Australia were 122 for 8, was memories of 1997, mm-hmm. when, of course, you were captain, mm-hmm. and you'd had a, a difficult run of form with the bat, and then you came to Edgebaston got bowled out by Darren Goff, I remember, and possibly Andy Caddick. And, no, Devin Malcolm. Ma- Devin, Devin Malcolm. Malcolm. Well, he got me out. That's what I remember. And you were like some, something like 100 for, for nine at lunch. Yeah, that's and right. And obviously everyone thought, oh, this is a turnaround for England and yeah. the Australians, this great Australian side, are suddenly, at last going to be beaten because you lost the test, didn't mm-hmm. you? Yes. But then came back strongly in the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Were there thoughts about 97 at all in the, in, on the first morning here? Um... A little bit, actually, more so watching um, Rory Burns bat, actually. Um, more so... What reminded you of you? Not so much reminded me of me, but just a you know, left-handed opening batsman, uh, people not giving him much of a chance of getting a run. I was actually batting very bad, badly, as you say, in 1997, coming into that series, and needed to get some runs. I got them in the second innings, made 100. Um, but just watching Rory Burns, everyone had talked about... How, how his technique's not going to stand up under test match conditions and, um, and he's not going to last X amount of balls for the series. And he came out and just stuck at it. Yes, he, he played missed a little bit, but I, I loved his, his fortitude, uh, his resilience and his concentration. And I think he showed that, OK, his technique is not um, infallible. He, he's the sort of guy who will nick them at times with the way he plays, but he showed he's got at least the ticker to play Test Match Cricket, and I think that's a real credit to him. So, yeah, there was a little, little few memories there. Um, the other thing, I suppose, was what you talked about. I think we were 8 for 50 on day one of that Test Match. Warnie made 50. Um, Australia 8 for 120. 
and they were in real trouble, obviously, day one. But the fact that they were able to get through that, obviously Smith was brilliant, and then make nearly 300, I thought then this was going to be a, a tight test match, and it may turn out to be the case. It's been a test match of uh, two men who make runs with unorthodox methods, at mm. least they look superficially like unorthodox methods, mm. and yet I suppose in the end the key is getting the bat to the ball, which in, certainly in Smith's case... He does. He, he kind of almost... His legs seem to be almost irrelevant. <laughs> it's the bat that's the key, which is how you make runs. It's the bat and his hands and his eyes with Smith, no doubt about it. Um, he's got a technique which would, be, which would not be easy to teach someone, but it just shows you... And he works tirelessly on his technique and his grip, which is very strong bottom hand. And it just shows you if you do it enough and you, and you repeat enough that you can, you can uh, master that technique. And that's exactly what he's done. He's mastered that technique. Um, Although he, he doesn't think he has, does he? Because no. you're saying you sort of see him messing around and tinkering with it virtually every day. Absolutely. He's never happy, is he? No, but what he does do, he just watches the ball so well. Like he works balls from off stump to backward square leg or anywhere in that sort of be- behind square leg position. Um, and you keep thinking to yourself, he's going he's to be LBW short. He's got to miss one. If he doesn't miss many, he misses the odd one every now and then, and everyone says that's the way to get him out. It'll be another month until he does it again. So, um, and now he's got his confidence up. He's, he's going to be extremely hard to bolt to for the rest of the series, I reckon. It's, um, it's interesting because Australians aren't generally unorthodox cricketers, no. are they? You think of the, the history of your team over you know, 50, 60 years, and generally people play in a fairly orthodox, mm. conventional manner, even the bowlers as well, you know, normal sort of actions. You don't have the, the Courtney Walshes or the Kirkley Ambroses or the, you know, the, the Colin Crofts or someone like that bowling. Mm. It's more the bowlers have athletic, normal actions and the batsmen have fairly normal sorts of methods. Mm. So where where's this come from, do you think? I, once again, I think it's just been the way he's always batted. I, I remember talking to a, a, a selector of a New South Wales cricket team many years ago when Steve Smith first burst on the scene as a young lad and he's, he'd sort of said, oh, he's broken all the records in uh, under-16s cricket and all this sort of stuff. And I thought, then I saw him play and I thought, wow, what with that technique, he, he's now the record holder for the 16s and all this. I, I didn't think he was going to be able to make consistent runs in first-class cricket, let alone test match cricket, but how wrong I was and how wrong we probably all have been about Steve Smith, but it just shows you. It's, a, it's like a, a Jim Furyk, I suppose, from mm, yeah. golfing-wise. Yeah. If you've got a technique that feels comfortable to you and you're prepared to work at it and, and as I said earlier, master it, you can make runs. And you've, I've watched England here in this test match. Within three days, they must have tried 12 Eight. different yes. plans to get yes. him out. Yes. So already he's got them almost befuddled about how they're going to get him out. So it just shows you that um, cricket, yes, is a game about obviously getting the bat on the ball, and, and it's, but it's making, about making runs, as they say. It's not about uh, how you do it, drawing pictures what and, you do. and all that sort of stuff. It's about getting runs on the board, and Steve Smith showed that, and Rory Burns showed that. It's a game of runs and wickets. It's that simple. It's funny because you, you look at a batsman like both of those, and as a bowler, you know, I remember trying to bowl at people like... Um, Peter Willie, who stayed, stood front on, and Derek Randall, who shifted about the crease. And actually, I played a little bit against Shiv, Shiv and Ryan Chanderpaul yeah, yeah. as well. And it, it drives you nuts yeah. as a bowler because you think, well, they can't make runs batting like that. And you think, well, I'll get them out straight away. And you don't. And then suddenly you start changing your plans. And it's really disruptive. Uh, absolutely. And, and I think you've, you've hit the nail right on the head with that, is that it disrupts your thinking. You know, Shiv Chanderpaul's a great example. I played a bit against Shiv. 
Um, and you start thinking about what he's doing rather than what you're doing. Mm. What, how are you trying to get him out? Most very good players like Chandler Paul or Steve Smith, they'll get out in conventional ways. But because they move around so much, you start changing where you're bowling. And as I said a moment ago, it looks to me like England had a plan yeah. which lasted about probably a couple of hours on day one, didn't work, and now they've tried 11 others. Um, so uh, it's amazing how that can really knock you around, that, that sort of those unusual uh, guys to bowl to. Uh, they do, they throw you off as much as... Uh, uh, as much as they uh, they play differently. There's a man we need, Joffre Archer. He's just walked past <laughs> us. Actually, I think we need him to get Steve Smith out. Although they're actually good mates, because of course they played together for Rajasthan Royals. Hey. It was quite interesting seeing Stokes hit Smith tonight. Mm. Actually, a, a nasty blow on the side of the head. Yeah. Uh, luckily, no damage done. Uh, Smith sort of shook himself a little bit. Stokes went up there straight away. It must yeah. be it's quite hard actually when you bowl a bouncer to, and actually hit someone who's a real quite a close mate. I've seen them mm. practicing together in India, you know, they're absolutely almost inseparable. Mm. Both have the same totally compulsive attitude to practice. I saw them one night practicing for an hour and a half in the middle together, sort of middle practice, yeah. rotating the strike. And I said to one of the, I think I think I said to Stokes afterwards, well, didn't you get bored, you know, after an hour and a half? No, no, I want even more, mate. Yeah. You know? And they, they share that sort of work ethic. Absolutely. Don't I, they? So, I, I've, got a, I've got a picture on my phone here of Steve Smith this morning, once again back out in the middle, hitting balls. You think after 144, uh, didn't look like getting out there yesterday and, and, and the day before, but there he is yeah. out there doing it again. He he just yeah. wants to keep batting. He, yeah. he just loves it. And, and to him, it's this, uh, this compulsion to continually get better. Um, okay, averaging what, 62 now in 62, test matches? 62, second, second best in history. 2400s, 2450s. Yeah. Um, but there's no thought in Steve Smith's mind that I've just got this game nailed. He's always thinking, no, no, there's got to be something else. Mm. Well, I've got to start thinking about how I can get better to stay at 62. And that's probably the only way you can stay at 62, by con- thinking that way. evolving, because yeah. you know that people are going to be trying to, to, to get you and find ways of getting you out. How do you separate the two sides now um, after three days? Can you? Oh, no, I think at the moment, um, I, I think the, the, the difference has obviously been probably the first two sessions of the game, and that's why England, I think, are still in front. I, I do think three for 34, in essence, England are in front in this game, because um, they only need probably one or two quick wickets tomorrow and Australia in real trouble. So... Um, and it's only been those first two sessions. We're eight, we're eight for 122. If Australia were only four for 122 and the tail wags, they might have made 350. Mm. Then they would may well be in front of the game. So there's not a lot in it. And we thought, looking at this series right from the word go, it was going to be a tight series. And I think that's going to be the case. I really do. And now Jimmy Anderson looks mm. to me like he might be out for the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I may be wrong, but it's going to be very difficult to come back from the calf industry. That actually makes it tougher for England. Archer, I'm sure, will come in. Uh, looked fantastic in the World Cup. Uh, but all of a sudden, they've lost their, their control guy. Their mm. guy, not just get wickets, but, you know, I think last time around, four years ago, ten wickets at Trent Bridge and a number uh, here at Edgebaston. There, there's a big strike weapon gone from your bowling rotation. So that's a big loss for England. So irrespective of who wins this test match, I think we've got a really excellent series on our hand. I, I think it's going to be well fought for five test matches. How much of a lead do you think Australia need to, to feel confident of success here? I think to feel confident of success, they'd probably want at least 220 to 250. Yeah. Um, but once again, 170, 180, they'll feel they're a chance. Mm. I think Nathan Lyon 
will be uh, tougher to face. I think he'll, he got better as that as that uh, innings went on, end up bowling 45 overs or something like that. I think he'll get better um, because he'll get used, more used to this ball. Bear in mind he's been bowling with the Kookaburra for the last six weeks in the World Cup. So he hasn't bowled a lot with this Duke ball. I think he got better as this innings went on. I think he will get more purchase and bounce than Moen Alley has got so far. So I think he'll be a, a real factor, but he needs some runs to bowl to. And obviously the more Australia can get up towards 200 lead, if they can get that far and beyond, the, the, the balance sort of swings towards the Aussies. One little final thing, final thought. Tim Payne is captain. Uh, how important is it for him to start well? Because, you know, he may be under pressure as captain with Smith coming back, and who appears to almost be running the show quite a, <laughs> quite a lot of the time on the field anyway. I think Smitty... I know, I, I know Steve very well. I think he wouldn't be trying to run the show, but he's one of those guys who just loves the Can't game. Can't help cricket. it almost. He, Can't he, help he, himself. It wouldn't matter who he's playing for, whether he's captain or not. He'd be the sort of guy who's who always have a theory on the game. And look, to be totally frank, I think more cricketers should have that attitude. When you're out in the field, yes, you've got a captain, but everyone should be thinking about how you're going to get people out or something that might make a difference in the game. So I think Tim, Tim Payne would be loving that. I don't see Tim Payne under the pressure that other people do. Tim Payne has to keep well, first and foremost, for me. And, and make some runs. And chip in and make some runs. Yeah. It doesn't mean he has to average 50 in this series. Mm. Um, if he can come out tomorrow and make a handy 30, something like that, with, with a, either Head or Smith or uh, Wade. Sim- or yeah, settle, I suppose, that's yeah. right. and, they, and they get the lead up over to 220. He's done his job. Yeah. He, he's not picked as a, as a batter. People are now looking at Alex Carey because he batted well in the World Cup. But that's not what Tim Payne's picked as. He's picked as the best keeper in the country. He's kept very well. He took a good catch today to remove Burns in the end. Um, and if he can set chip in, make average 25 to 30 with the bat in the series, his job's done. Tubby, thanks for your time. I don't want to stop you anymore from walking back to your hotel. I know you want to walk back yeah, tonight. Got the shoes on. I've got you got the walking shoes on. <laughs> Can be a little bit dangerous this place if it gets dark. So I want you to get home safely. Right on all the light face. Well, I've, I've, I've walked every day so far. And the crowd is getting louder and louder as this test goes on, mate. So probably good I hit the road. Good luck and thanks for your time. And we'll speak to you again, listeners, on Monday night after the end of this test match. Podcast Network.